Hello, welcome to the Night Sisters podcast. I am one of your hosts, Madison. And I'm Annalyn, your other host. And we are super excited to talk about the High Republic today. Uh, there's so much that happened this week with the book release and with the live stream, and we're just super fun to talk all about it. But first, we have a small shop spotlight. Yes, uh, this week's Small Shop Spotlight is Creature Cartel on Etsy. Uh, Creature Cartel is a really fun Etsy that has uh, different accessories uh, inspired by the films and also recreation from the films from Kira's Necklace. Uh, there's an Ahsoka headband, uh, which I just ordered. And there's also uh, different earrings like um, Satines and Padme's, so lots of fun. Uh, we're going to be linking them on our Twitter, uh, so go check that out. But yeah, Creature Cartel on Etsy. Yeah, it's so fun. And I need to get that Kira necklace for sure. I also love finding shops that have a lot of prequel merch because I feel like the prequels don't get enough love and they definitely have a ton of that, which is awesome. Especially accessories because the costumes and the prequels are so good that there's just so much they can do. No, for sure. They have Shmi's like necklace. It's awesome. It's so cool. Anyway, uh, we have some news from the week. Uh, starting off, we have uh, Kevin Feige, who I just found out how to say his name a second ago. Um, he is going to have uh, produce a Star Wars movie, uh, teaming up with Michael Waldron, who is writing Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Mad, Mad- Multiverse of Madness, uh, which is. Interesting. Um, I am personally not a huge fan of mixing together Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, Uh, yeah, we get it that Disney owns both. I'm a little skeptical, um, especially because I feel like something very important to Star Wars is the cinematography. And although I love Marvel movies and I love the characters and the stories, I feel like that's a department I've always been a little disappointed it's very it's felt very like concrete yeah um, very blue screen yeah green screen, like, yeah not a lot of practical effects not a lot of I don't know there's something missing when I watch a Marvel movie when I look at the yeah. landscape of things and I'm nervous for him to have yeah but his way I think, with Star Wars I hope too though because he is the head of Marvel and like Star Wars does have Marvel comics mm-hmm. that we can like have a tie-in yes, to some with Dr. Afra. Yes. <laughs> so yes. we can hope, we can pray. Um, but I hope to because obviously like John Favreau, he comes from Marvel as well. Mm-hmm. But he's oh, also that's true. His that's true. Director. But um it, I just trust him more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Feige, he's like he is the head of Marvel, so you know he has his way. Then- he has he he knows how to tie up a cinematic universe. That's for sure, yeah. and that is something we're lacking in Star Wars with a lot of retconning and yes. mess that's going on. Uh, I feel like if he had run the sequel trilogy, it at least would have been cohesive. Yeah. Um, and if we get a Doctor Afra film, I will. Uh, sell my soul to him, to Mr. <laughs> Feige, uh, and I will belong to him. So it's a win-win, honestly. Uh, but yeah, super, super uh, interesting and exciting to see where that comes from or where that goes. Another piece of Marvel Star Wars news um, is there was yeah. a <laughs> there was a fake leak that. Robert Downey Jr. was going to play Thrawn, which is ridiculous. Yeah, or um, it, I thought it was like it was a a rumor that's obviously not true that he is going to pay, play Thrawn. Yeah, yes. Yeah. There was a there was a rumor. It's fake. At the was, end of the day, it's fake. So it doesn't magic. matter. Inside the magic yeah. is not a good news source, and then other news sources picked it up from them. I'm like, you need to check your source because this is <laughs> everyone ran with it. It's like, no, this isn't real. Yeah, so I saw that all over the timeline yesterday, and the horrible edits. Okay, sorry, no offense to anybody. I'm sorry, <laughs> that was so mean. Um, the edits that were out there, uh, I cannot imagine him in that role. No, he played um, Robert Downey Jr. plays Robert Downey Jr. Yes, and he plays him well. Yeah, but that's that's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, we were joking about before we started recording the episode 
that like who we would want and I was saying that because Matt Smith was like supposed to be in Tross and then wasn't in Tross I don't want Miss Rachel to attack me but he's got a weird enough face to where he could be Thrawn you know what I mean like yeah he does it's alien enough to where they wouldn't even have to add any like practical they just paint him blue man crew let's go (laughs) um but yeah that was another fun little Marvel tie-in. Um, the next thing is Obi-Wan began filming, which is so exciting. Um, yes. I but- think they're filming in Boston. Yes. No. Weird. Okay. I thought it was Boston in the U.S. I heard that it is Boston in Europe. <laughs> Stop. I know. <laughs> I thought How it was Massachusetts. Europe- Boston? You're- oh. Well, I thought it was in Massachusetts. Look how cultured we are. <laughs> yeah. I was so excited. I was going to make so many Boston jokes. And then someone was like, it's not Boston it, here. It's Boston in England. How can they have an England when we had the Boston Tea Party? I know, right? How dare they? <laughs> I I don't know if that's the truth. That's just what I saw. So hmm. I There's hope somewhere named Boston. Yeah. And they're getting some Obi-Wan. I saw online that... Uh, Hayden is being credited as Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker. Oh boy. Which oh boy. might mean some Clone War flashbacks in the armor, which is all I've ever wanted to oh see. Oh my god. Him and, and oh my god. I know. Also, someone I saw a TikTok. I because they announced other actors and actresses that are in this series. Yes. And yeah. I don't know the woman's name. So uh-huh. if you do, please tell us. But she yeah. looks like Satine. <gasps> Stop. And if we get flashbacks of Satine, I think I will pass out and cry. <laughs> like, yeah. Wait. Because, like, we – there has to be – because Satine is such a big part of Obi-Wan's no, story. That's, that's his – that's his lady. Like, Yeah. That's his boo. So it's like <gasps> – Stop, Denise. Oh, my God. Are you seeing a picture that's of her? That's Satine. That's Literally, Satine. that has to be Stop. Satine. Stop. I'm going to cry. I'm actually so excited. <laughs> I'm going to cry. But, like – do you think they could like that's her that's literally do you think her. they could also have like a young bo-katan yes i think that's definitely Can they cast I, mean, me? I think katie i think katie sack katie could, could. they could but you should do it instead you're right I, no. <laughs> no that's so exciting i did not see that picture of her and that is satine that's who it is. Yes. That's- if it's not, then maybe it's her twin that we don't know about. Stop. What if he gets another blonde girlfriend on Tatooine? And he's like, I... oh, she reminds me of her. On Tatooine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What if he... Uh... Never mind. I'm not going to speak anymore. <laughs> we just need to stop there. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Um, okay. Um also, there are some rumors that Galaxy's Edge is going to loosen the timeline so it won't strictly be uh, between TLJ and Tross. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I know you worked in the park, so. Yeah, so I, from the beginning, like I thought it was very restricting that yeah. it wasn't that time span because mm-hmm. there's so much in Star Wars. So yeah. I, I know some people are like, but that you lose the magic. Galaxy's Edge is not how they really wanted it to be. In no. my opinion, it's not that immersive. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love it, but like, it's just the crowds. Like, when if, you're there, yeah. it's very obvious. And I want to see you, my favorite characters. Yeah. And if you think about it, like, Harry Potter land is so immersive, and they're not as strict on a timeline for that. It's yeah. just like, uh, Harry Potter happened. Here you go. And like, exactly. it's incredible. It's the most immersive experience yeah. I've had at a theme park. It's incredible. And they don't. Like, I get that in Florida, they have the, like, um, very Prisoner of Azkaban heavy, mm, yeah. like, I, side of I it. I just went for the first time last year, so I'm oh, still... Oh, wow, yeah. I haven't done all the rides at Harry Potter. Yeah, but in California, it's very much just, like, this is Hogsmeade, enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Batu should be, this is Batu, enjoy it. Like... Yeah, anything I, can happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, I get when you kill one of your main characters you have to stick it in a timeline because he's dead and he can't be walking around the park if he's dead but i would love to see more yeah i know they really want to bring the mandalorian yeah yeah dan and grogu because those are the top sellers exactly anywhere for star wars um which i literally i don't was star lord at disneyland 
with baby Groot or is that just at Disney World? Uh, I know you guys Gamora. Had big Groot. Yes, he was because we had Gamora. You had big Groot. Yeah. Yes, we had large Groot. Yeah. Okay. Because they literally, if they didn't want to put him, I've been saying this for so long, if they didn't want to put him in Galaxy's Edge, which I think if you don't want a lot of people crowding around him, I don't know, put him on a stage or yeah. if use the mechanism that they use for baby Groot because he's gone mm-hmm. now. They mm-hmm. did away with him for a couple years ago. Use that as like a Grogu puppet. <laughs> Unskin yeah. baby Groot, put Grogu on him <laughs> and then just have Din standing next to him just like standing there. <laughs> my only my only fear, you know how much I love Mando. I oh, yeah. would love to see more of Mando. My only fear is that after Tross like we talked about that one time, the Mandalorian merch took over what they were going to make of of Rise of of sequel trilogy merch. It took yeah. over, and I feel like if they do that, if they break that barrier in Galaxy's Edge, it will no longer be about the sequel trilogy, and it'll just die out because they're letting it die out in so many places. And yeah. I'm so scared of losing those characters because they mean so much to me. I know it won't, but that's like my fear yeah. is that Mando is going to be like the only thing that they invest in yeah well i mean you can also say that for like original trilogy fans may feel that way that's true but they had 40 years yeah they had 40 years yeah (laughs) i don't know i mean it's their company so we're gonna get what they give us and what people buy and people are buying mandalorian no for sure i am excited i just yeah i'm worried with the loosening of the timeline that will the attractions will still be the same they are not no that's (laughs) true that's true the Falcon Rise of the Resistance more stuff, but yeah, Rise of Resistance is yeah. it has no, enough I issues on its own. I am excited. I think it's a smart move to loosen it. I'm just a little nervous to see how they do it. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, think it'll be I'm, cool. Yeah. I think they'll do phases like they used to with um what was it? In Tomorrowland they do like certain months had certain characters. I feel like they'll do that. Oh yeah, and Star Wars weekend. Um that was at Hollywood Studios. They would have like special characters that would come out in like blocks, mm-hmm. which I yeah, think exactly. Really cool. They had like yeah. the bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the bounty hunters were so cool. They have these costumes. They have all these costumes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bring them out. Like, utilize them. Like, you can make like little shows. Yeah. With them, like, just do them in stages. And if, like, oh, but Ray couldn't like. It's a theme park. Like, it's okay yeah. to be in a theme park. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm excited. I think it'll be really cool. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, so that was all the news that we have. Um, we're going to talk a bit about the High Republic live stream. And the bege- we've read the beginning of the book. Yes, we'll discuss the first that. three chapters. The first three chapters. And then we're going to do the next four episodes will be the next 40 chapters. <laughs> So we're going to do, we're going to divide it up for you guys. But first I wanted to go through for any of you that aren't super aware of the timeline of what books are going to be released and um, just where it is in the Star Wars timeline for anybody who's not very familiar with High Republic yet. I wanted to talk about that before the live stream because I think it'll make things make more sense. Um, So super exciting. The High Republic is um, releasing not just novels like Light of the Jedi, but also young adult books, uh, children's books, comic books, and then publications in the Star Wars Insider. So like they'll have monthly little stories that like tie in the rest of the universe in there. Is there anything I'm missing? Are there other manga? Uh, and well. a manga. I'm so excited for that. That yeah. one's so, going to be so cool. Um so it starts out with um, Light of the Jedi, which is the one that we are going to be talking about. Just came out this last week. Um, and then A Test of Courage, which um, is going to be about a 16-year-old female Jedi, which is super cool. Um, and it's about her and some pad ones. And she had like is annoyed that she has to take yeah. care of these little kids, <laughs> which is super funny. Um and then there's going to be the Great Jedi Rescue, which is super cool because it has a Wookiee lead. And there's a Wookiee in this book too, but I am so excited to see more 
uh wookies in clothes with lightsabers i live yeah, for yeah. it i think it's wookies so cool. and clothes are very fun <laughs> i love it so much um that's by Kevin Scott. The last one is um, Justina Ireland. And then my most anticipated project for this whole first phase. This is phase one. There's going to be three phases of High Republic. Um, my most anticipated is Into the Dark by Claudia Gray. Um, I know I've mentioned her in every episode. She is the light of my life. Uh, <laughs> she's the best thing to happen to Star Wars. And I want her to run Lucasfilm. I love her work so much. That comes out next month. So our next episodes after these ones will be about that book, which is super exciting. Um, that's about Jedi and pilots, which she does pilot super well. Um, read Lost Stars. Um, <laughs> and uh, so they are like on their way to basically the event of the first book but they get Mm -hmm. stuck somewhere and they have to um figure their stuff out and they possibly cause um repercussions that will affect star wars for the generations on i think that they awaken the sith that's my theory is that they awaken the sith that is because they're in a temple into the dark right into the dark okay into the dark they're in a temple and oh. she said it affects the rest of Star Wars for the rest of the days. I that think they awaken the Sith. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's my theory. So that's my theory. I'm very – well, wait, but the Acolyte – so Sith exist in the High Republic because of the Acolyte. Well, the Acolyte may be after that book. book though. <gasps> it may be – it may be lead, these books may be leading up to the Acolyte. Yeah. If if we're wrong, I'm sorry. I don't know we much about the Sith timeline. <laughs> The Sith might be, but I know that the Sith aren't prevalent in these books because the Jedi Order is so much more powerful even than the prequels and like yeah. the Republic, everything's good. So I don't yeah. feel like the Sith are really prevalent. So I think I into think the- they said that it's the Sith aren't, I thought they said that the Sith isn't. Period. So Into the Dark around. is going to be the awakening of the Sith. You heard <laughs> it here first, ladies. Um, And then there's the High Republic comics, which is super exciting. Um, and then High Republic Adventures, which is, is that com? Yeah. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah. That's more comics. Daniel Jose Older, who I met at Celebration. He signed my last shot copy because I love that book so much. Uh, he's in charge of that, which is super exciting because I love him as well. Um, I'm super excited to see where that goes. And then there's the manga, which, um, which Justine is co-writing with an actual like manga yeah she's working with the team um with viz media so for anyone here that watches anime you know viz media like that's a thing so that's super exciting i am so ready for stories to be told in that form more i own the lost stars comics or sorry i own the lost stars manga i own the luke skywalker manga I haven't ordered the Leia one, even though the book is one of my favorites, but I'm really excited for this one. Um, and I think it's going to be super good. So that's like the timeline of what we're getting phase one. The phase one is Light of the Jedi. Phase two is Quest of the Jedi. And phase three is Trials of the Jedi. But um, Trials? Yeah. What's the trial? The Sith? What's the trial? Mm. The Sith coming. And then the Acolyte mm. is part of the High Republic. Um. It's a tie-in show, which is so exciting. It's my most anticipated show. I am so excited to learn everything there is to know about the High Republic. <laughs> um, but yeah, how? let's start with just the live stream. What are some like takeaways you got from that? Yeah, so them showing the timeline really helped because you're like, okay, High Republic, It's they keep emphasizing too, this is two centuries before the yes. Skywalker saga yes. which is really important to know because it's like anything can happen and they even said that like that was mm-hmm. their most excited like thing they were excited about was like they could do anything well um, yeah yeah because like in Rogue One it's like you know the characters aren't in yeah. the rest of Star Wars they have to die in Princess of Alderaan which Claudia wrote well she doesn't end up with Kier so what happens to him like it's so, yeah. yeah it's so cool to have something where you don't know What's going to mm-hmm. happen to these people? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're brand new characters, so we don't know anything about. So we have more people we can fall in love with and mm-hmm. then cry if anything happens, um, which will probably occur. Um, and then Yoda. And then, <laughs> and then Yoda. Whatever. Yeah. 
it's old. Maybe maybe Chewbacca. Oh, two centuries. Oh, no, yeah, Chewbacca could be. Yeah. No, the like running joke for those of you who didn't watch the live stream is yeah. when they said it, they're like, all these new characters and Yoda, whatever. And so like yeah. they kept saying that through the whole live stream because it's like, oh yeah, whatever. It's just Yoda. Yeah, like it's Yoda. he's always there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So I wonder. I know they didn't mention Chewbacca, but I mean, he could Lumpy be one of the. Oh my God. I love one of these Chuba or Wookie. <laughs> that'd be so funny. That's uh, so. But funny. yeah, but also what really stood out to me was they were talking about like the process of just beginning this project, where they mm. went out to Skywalker Ranch yeah. with like the whole like Star Wars story team as well as the five writers. Which mm-hmm. I was like, that's a dream. That is that's so cool. Literally, the only, that's my only vacation I ever want to go on is that (laughs) yeah and just the fact that they like got to brainstorm and then their like description of they just like gave pitches of ideas yeah and they all had like a whole series pitch and then they used bits and pieces of everyone's pitch and like when daniel was like dinosaurs i want dinosaurs (laughs) yeah oh my gosh yeah it's such a dream imagine being able to just create something and not have any not you have expectations and you have like guidelines but it's not the skywalker saga they get something completely new and that's so amazing i love that so much yeah and i bet like there are like some like little tie-ins and stuff which i'll be Mm -hmm. excited to see excuse me because like there's always some link in the galaxy um ooh, that's a quote (laughs) but (laughs) but but uh yeah, so I'm just excited to see where it goes because it could it could be anything, which I'm so excited. Yeah. And the thing is too that I like about the series, like the characters they've shown are so diverse. Yes. That it's like, okay, you're starting with your book series. I hope this also translates into your visual media. Um, the, yeah, the thing is, is with yeah. Star Wars novels, they've always been very diverse. Claudia, yeah. Claudia has done such a good job with having POC leads. Um, I'm so excited to see more. Like the fact that yeah. they have the manga is super exciting, and visions the anime is mm-hmm. coming, which is yeah. so cool. Um, I really want to see it translate. But their their book, their team, Daniel is Latino. Like they have um, we've got a black author, a Latino author. Like a lot of women are working on it. Yeah, I would love to see that translate to behind the camera. Yeah, and on screen too, because they've always done good. Like those authors yeah. specifically, they've always done a good job. So yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah, and I hope too because like this, they've never done a project like this big with their publishing before. No, and so yeah. it seems like they're really putting so much into this that I'm hoping it translates as well. Because this isn't just like oh, we were writing a few books. No, this is like a whole, <laughs> a yeah. whole project. So. But yeah, so cool. I'm very excited. But what what about the live stream really stuck out to you? Um, I loved hearing them talk about the characters, but not really be able to give us any information. Yeah. I'm dying for <laughs> so there was a portion where Claudia Gray talks about a character she's writing, and she says she didn't want it to be a knockoff Han Solo. She didn't want it to be Diet Han, which I love yeah. when people say Diet anything. I think it's so funny. Um, but like. <laughs> She didn't want it to be a knockoff of Han Solo, but she needed this smuggler who is like a bad boy. And so she modeled him after 1990s Matthew McConaughey, which <laughs> killed me. Because uh, for those of you who have heard her talk about, she does this a lot. She like picks actors and writes them. Like Kier from Leia, Princess of Alderaan is Rami Malek, And mm-hmm. like now she's writing Matthew McConaughey like that's amazing (laughs) and like 90s him that's amazing I'm so excited to see how she translates that like what the character will be I'm sure I will love the character um (laughs) I'm so glad she was self-aware enough to be like nope we're not gonna make him Han Solo 2.0 we're not doing that because like yeah I feel like Star Wars can fall into a pattern um definitely but she's actively going away from it which I respect a ton and then when Daniel was talking about his character named Buckets of Blood. Oh, my God. Buckets of Blood is going to blow up. <laughs> so iconic. So there's a character in Daniel's uh, comic called Buckets of Blood, 
which is actually named after he was a Daniel was a paramedic and um he talked about how there was like this legendary paramedic who would refer to himself in the third person over the radio as buckets of blood <laughs> um and what he thought was so funny is that it's a paramedic you do no harm you help people and this is a jedi you do no harm you help people and the Jedi modeled after this person is a very sweet, like teddy bear, like very big and scary, but very kind and caring and loving named Buckets of Blood. I'm so excited. I know that's so stupid, but I'm so excited for it. I think he's going to write it really well. And hearing that there's like a real world reason behind it. I, I feel like if I had just read it in the comic, I'd be like, what the hell is this? What are we doing <laughs> right here on this day? But hearing him talk about it. It's like, you know what? Period. I love it. So good. (laughs) Yeah. So that's another thing I'm really excited for. Um, And then I think just hearing them talk about like how they all tie in to like the first book we're given, like not Mm -hmm. all of them, but a lot of the timelines, they overlap with this book. It's not like a um, sequential thing. Like it's not like you read one book and then the second book starts at the end of the first. It's like they're overlapping, they're intermixing. They talked about like a big event. Like there's a big event in this book that like- It's the center. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is really, really cool and interesting to see. Like you're going to see different sides- different vantage points of like this event um which we don't know what it is yet um oh maybe we 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 personally don't (laughs) because well there's an explode something's exploding or coming down from space yeah yeah but it's kind of like those like word clouds where like um yes there's a word in the middle and that's the event and then all the books are the little like stems coming out from that yeah, and I feel going like I'm in, in like second grade English. Yes, where you're like, exactly. okay. That's exactly what I was picturing. I love that. Um, that's basically what the books feel like, though. Um, but yeah, I think just hearing how excited they were. And they were so excited. It was so, you know, yeah. they've been wanting to talk about this for yeah. so long. Exactly. And seeing how hard they work together mm-hmm. and how much time. I don't know. I remember hearing about Project Luminous and being like, what is that? Is it yeah. Ben? Like, because I'm yeah. a filthy I remember, rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's about Ben. <laughs> it wasn't about Ben. But um, I remember hearing about that and seeing it come to fruition, having the book in my hands. It's like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. And uh, the live stream just got me so much more hyped than I already was. But yeah. Oh, I yeah. forgot to mention one of my favorite things that was said was by Kevin Scott, I believe mm-hmm. is his name. Mm-hmm. But he was saying that in this, we're going to see, because it's the height of the Jedi. So there are so many of them that yeah. we're going to be able to see more of like how they view themselves and the Jedi yes. law. So I'm like, this is a perfect time for some Jedi romance. Romance. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm excited to see that because, like, obviously, like, in the prequels we saw in the clone wars um the jedi aren't at their top but they're i don't know it's it's not at their height we know they're powerful but they're corrupt already yeah exactly and so to see them like really like how because people love them they're helpers and like so to really see how jedi see themselves and like their views i'm really really excited to see that me too. I, oh my God, I don't want to get into the book yet, but yeah. yes, I'm so excited to see like the prequels, they're referred to it like at the height of the power, they allowed this to happen, but this is like a different level of the height of their power. Like, yeah, and yeah. to see them just in what we've read so far, be so pure and so uncorrupted and like I'm so excited to see Yoda with his crew. They mentioned that Yoda has a crew in his book. And like, um, we usually see him as like this grandfather figure in the prequels less so, but still he's like taking care of the pad ones and like, yeah, it's still kind of like, he has like an office job. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has an office job. But But in this, it's like, he's out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited. I loved seeing the Yoda arc in the Clone Wars. So I'm 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 ready for more Yoda. I think that it's going to be really good. 
yeah, um, we're gonna probably because he's probably gonna see all his friends die so we're gonna be like poor yoda like no wonder yeah. he's kind of crazy at the end exactly and there's done. there's so many female leads i'm gonna project myself onto all of them i'm just <laughs> yes. saying it right now they're they're being projected on prematurely it's <laughs> it's happening like um super excited for that and yeah i don't know i'm ready i'm so ready for the lightsaber designs Ooh, Every yeah. time they give us a sneak peek, I'm like, oh, I eat that up. That's my favorite. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge, I'm begging. I'm begging for some lightsabers like that. It's so sick. Um, but yeah, do you have any thoughts, other thoughts about the live stream? Um, No, I think we pretty much said everything I was thinking. Yeah, that was so fun. Um, We can talk about the book for our last couple of minutes. That'd be our first three chapters. So we did the the beginning. In the beginning, there was the Jedi. Uh, um, I have some notes. We were talking about how we annotated earlier. I highlighted stuff, but then I didn't mark where in the book they are, so I have to find them. But I feel like we could just kind of talk about our general feelings for the first three chapters and, like, Mm -hmm. what we took away. Um, Also, there are spoilers. They're not really spoilers because it's the beginning of the book, and – but you know yeah. what's going to happen. But warning, if you would like to exit out now, um, we are going to be discussing what happens in the first three chapters of Light of the Jedi. So that's your warning. Just a warning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get out while you can. Um, but yeah, so there was um, there was a line I really liked in the um, in the prologue. Um, which is uh, few can stand against the Knights of the Jedi Order, but there are always those who will try. Which yeah. is literally Star Wars, like yeah, <laughs> what Star Wars is. But it, it, I love how they wrote it. I love how it was said. Um, I just thought that was so good. And yeah, they will try, and sometimes they'll succeed, but not back then. Not when they were super no, <laughs> way too not cool. when there's like hundreds and thousands of them. Yeah, not when every other person's a Jedi. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think my gut reaction is this is a heartbreaking book. Yeah, right. the, first, the first three chapters, you're like, oh. Gut-wrenching. Chapter one, it has, like, the title and then three hours to impact. Yeah. And then each yeah. chapter, it's, like, counting down. Which is and so you're cool. like, it's, yeah, because at first you're like, what do you mean three hours to impact? Yeah. And by the end of the first chapter like oh yeah okay (laughs) part one the first page part one of the book is titled the great disaster so we know something bad is about to happen i love that and i was so mad though because you still think when you're introduced to characters at the beginning of the book you're like these are the characters for the book and yeah i was like is this the the woman on the on the cover cover? and hedda at the beginning of the book i attached to her faster than I've ever in my life I was like she is so well written she is so cool she's gonna be such a badass and then she dies in the first yep. chapter and then chapter two I was like yeah. these characters are so great I love them they're so- and then they die yep you're like he's gonna ask yeah there's a part where he's like he's gonna the first thing is just him wanting to ask this twilight that he sees at the bar all the time on a date you're like oh he's gonna oh, this is so gonna cute. be the romance of the novel no nope. nope, he dies <laughs> and then chapter three um so good it's the the minister does this end this one doesn't end as sad this one actually was very hopeful well no you're right you're right (laughs) this one has a lot of people die in this chapter and fighting over who's not going to die oh my god so there's a line that i loved so much um i'm gonna try and find it um this man is loading up his ship with people oh. and it says uh, the engines were past their prime. The trader did not care. This was a moment for magnanimity. I can't say that word and hope. And by the light, he would save as many as he could. And like he loads up this ship with people and it crashes and it's 582 people in the, yeah. oh. but then there's another part where yeah. it, it says, uh, I love all the times it says where the Republic, I know that that's going to be a theme in the book because they said yeah. it in the live stream, but I love it. But there's a part where they're saying, um, 
if you send out the signal, like, no one's going to be able to get out in time. And he's like, but if we send it out, one person might. And if one person yeah. gets out, then we still save one person. And oh my gosh, I just yeah. And that I just like shows it. like it does a good job of showing us like where we are yeah. in How Star people, Wars yeah. and society. Like they really truly care about their people. Yeah. They're really wanting to like do what's right. There's like not really any corruption. Like yeah. they, the third chapter is about. Okay, let's just back up for a second. So yeah. in the first chapter, a ship blows up in hyperspace mm-hmm. or it runs into some, no, it avoids running into it, but doing so, it damages the ship and it kind of collapses and falls apart in hyperspace. Mm-hmm. And then in the second one, the people who are in charge of monitoring space and making sure everything that's coming in and out of the system is fine and safe. And all of a sudden there's these giant particles of the ship just flying at light speed onto the system and then destroys the space station Mm -hmm. or the station that's monitoring it. And then the third is from the planet, the main planet. um, And it's the government kind of being like, oh, something's coming. They don't know what it is. Um, And so you really get to kind of see that part um, of how this government of the planet Everything is so peaceful right now that they actually cut their defense budget. Yeah. Oh, I love that too. Because they they literally say, because we could use this money to help poor people. Yeah. It's the perfect society. Yeah. (laughs) But dang hyperspace. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. No, hearing, hearing of Star Wars where people aren't selfish and there's not this evil regime running or on the rise, like, yeah. Or, it's like if you put people in a place where they can be good, they will be good. And that's such like yeah. a hopeful message, I feel like, because it's mm-hmm. just not how people write things anymore. Everything is so depressing all the time. And it's like people are evil no matter what. People are just going to be yeah. it's like, no, if you give people the opportunity to be good, they can be good. And mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. And the whole I know that hope is the message of Star Wars. This isn't new. Hope is what Star Wars is, but at the end of chapter three, yes. when they're they need a they're getting a signal, and it says um, it was the words that they needed most at this moment, um, and it introduces a character that will be in the book. It says, "This is Jedi Master Aver Chris. Help is on the way," and it says that uh, that one thing, hope, like that's all that they needed is yeah, hope that, that was help would the come. Perfect introduction that's like after all this loss yeah it was such a good it literally it felt like the beginning of a movie or just like all this like mayhem and like Mm -hmm. rising action and then you're at that point where you're like the jedi are coming the jedi are coming it's like how it's very different but it's like how the last jedi started with so much chaos and then like yes i don't know it's it was so heart-wrenching so immediately and the just the third chapter being like but there's hope at the end of the day there's hope oh my god i loved it so much yeah. i love how quickly charles is i feel like as a comic book writer he has to be good at this because you're given a lot less time to introduce yeah. people but he did such a good job at just building attachments to these characters instantly there he instantly laid out what their motives are who they were as a person and like how they were going to react to a life or death situation and that's how you build a character like that's just yeah usually you see that over the span of an entire book not the span of 10 pages but and he's so, that for a character for each chapter for each chapter like, someone in setting in a setting yeah. Oh my gosh. And Hedda, the fact that it quickly establishes like she would never fail her ship. She was a mm-hmm. good pilot. Like it's like in Knives Out, you're a good nurse. Like, like it says that yeah. her ship failed her, but she did not fail her ship. Like I love yeah. that because even then it's like she's looking at her officer and just like hoping that children had gone home to their families when the alarm sounded, hoping that people did what they needed to do so they would survive, even though yeah. she knew she wouldn't. And like, it's so good. I <laughs> was so drawn in. I haven't read that much because I'm also reading A New Dawn, but so drawn in quickly. Like already I can tell this will be one of my favorite books. I love how it's written yeah. right yeah. off the bat. It's so good. Like, 
Uh, what other thoughts did you have? Um, I can't wait to read more. Like, yeah. I can't wait to see yeah. what the Jedi are going to do because there's all these like parts of the ship just about to rain down on the system mm-hmm. at light speed. <laughs> so what can the Jedi do? Yeah, they're going to jump in the sky and chop them. <laughs> yeah, and like we're going to see them at their like height where like strength. Yeah. So oh, they're going to be powerful. like doing yeah. crazy tricks. And I can't wait to read that and like in my yeah. mind be like, wow. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, it's going to be so good. I'm so ready yeah. to read more. Yeah. So guys, we are going to, we're going to have the next four episodes be about this book. So if you're not reading the book, we'll still have other things we talk about, like other topics. But yeah. at the end of our episodes, we're going to definitely be recapping where we are. And stuff like that. We'll always have our news and other things to discuss. But we're really excited to like together be able to chat about this book that we're reading. It's going to be so fun. Um, And uh, we're going to be reading 10 chapters per episode. Because there's 43 chapters and Mm -hmm. we already read the first three. Mm -hmm. So by next week, we're going to be through chapter 13, 13 about to start 14 yes so what's fun is that you can a lot of you have finished the book so you can finish the book and just hear our responses or read along with us I know I had someone message me and say they wanted to do that but also if you refuse to read the book you'll get to know what everyone's reading and have a little synopsis of the book that you can now you don't have to buy it. There you go. So now you don't have to take your scholastic reading test. You can just you can just listen to us and we then can just take chat. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I used to do I in fourth grade or third grade. I lived on those. I took one every week. I was I loved those. Um. Anyway. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I am super excited to talk about this with you more. Um, Same. Yeah, we have one more announcement that we're super excited about um we've been working on it we got multiple requests and we were like okay we're gonna we're gonna figure it out we're gonna do it so uh without further ado let me open my notes um (laughs) we have decided that we are gonna start a patreon for our podcast um and because Annalyn is a yeah, uh, fantastic artist. We're going to have her art be some of the rewards that you guys will get. So we're going to have different tiers. Um, we're going to have a $1 tier, uh, which is going to be, we're going to start a Discord where we can all talk about Star Wars and just like give you guys updates. And it'll be a private Discord. So it'll just be for uh, our patrons, uh, $1 and up. Uh, $1 tier also is going to get you monthly video episodes, which is like this, but as if we're Twitch streaming or whatever, or like we can even do live ones. Like we're, we have a lot of ideas for our video episodes. Um, you'll get your holiday cards in the year and some bonus thank yous that, you know, little surprise stuff <laughs> yeah um whenever we do giveaways uh you'll get bonus entries in the giveaways and then every one dollar patron for their first subscription we're gonna be doing uh bookmarks for you guys because a lot of you are reading the books along with us so after your first month you'll receive your foot first bookmark which is super fun we're really excited um our $5 tier is going to be everything in the $1 tier plus um, new stickers every month that Annalyn is going to uh, design. So it'll be art that you've seen and yes. art that and you then, haven't seen. Yes. <laughs> so fun stuff. Keep an eye out. Yes. I may post some ideas on Twitter, maybe on the Patreon. Yeah. You'll have to find out. Yeah. Um. I don't know why I'm saying Annalyn. I know, I'm saying your name weird. It's, you can say it both ways. It's, it's fine. Like, I realized after the first time, I was like, wait, I said that super weird. Anyway, um, yeah, but it's going to be stickers. So you'll get one every month and we'll be eternally grateful. And you can decorate your hydro flask or your laptop. <laughs> it'll be super fun. Um, and then we are doing a $10 tier. And that is going to be postcard size prints of her art. 
um, plus a sticker, plus everything you get in the $1 tier. So it's a really good deal. Um, a lot of you are in love with her art already and would like to own it. So um, yeah, we're going to do small print, small little postcard size prints and then art um, and then stickers and like a bunch of other little bonus stuff. Um, and that's going to be our first rollout of the um, subscriptions. We have some stuff planned for later on, but we wanted to start off small and we're super, super excited uh, for every tier that you have, like for bonus entries for giveaways, we wanted to elaborate more. Um, we have some planned. Um, and so like if you're in the $1 tier, you get a bonus entry. If you're in the $5 tier, you get five bonus entries. And if you're in the $10 tier, you get 10. So that's like a fun little uh, thing. You just message us and make sure we know uh, what tier you're in when we're doing it. And we'll add those on. But we're super excited. We're really grateful that people have been reaching out already. It's very soon, but uh, um, we're really ready to like be able to have a place we can really talk to you guys and um, give you guys more content and give you guys her art, which is so good. Yes, and- I'm very excited because I don't want to be full out selling my work, mm-hmm. but um, because that's not what I do, um, I do commissions on the side but um I wanted to tie it in with this podcast because you guys have been so great so far and I really want to show appreciation for the support we've had so far um and I just thought this would be a great way to do that yeah and there are specific prints we have seen you asking for them (laughs) uh those will be coming we'll make more announcements about it but we are yeah, we're so excited. Thank you so much for doing all this art. It's so good. Um, but yeah, we will have more announcements about that on Twitter this week. We're going to make the accounts um, and we'll keep you guys updated on Night Sisters Pod, uh, which is our Twitter, and on our personal accounts. If you don't follow them, I'm Maddie Amadala. And I'm Annalyn. Oh, no, I'm gracefully <laughs> Annalyn. <laughs> that was a different account. Yeah. yeah. A-N-N-A-L-Y-N. Um, if you just look up Annalyn. Yeah, there. it'll come up. And both of our ads are on the Night Sisters pod uh, bio. So you can also find us through there. But we are going to be keeping you guys all super updated. And yeah, let's do our question of the week now. Yes. I'm super So excited. this is your question because I asked last week. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. My question for you is um, if you could have a Star Wars book written about anything, what would it be? Okay. So, hmm. I I knew this question was coming because I saw it when we started talking before the podcast. There's so much. I mean, okay, I was going to say Cassian, but we're getting a series. (laughs) But I kind of want a Bo-Katan Oh my gosh. You because win. there's that's so helpful. much because she's such a character that's like you do, sometimes don't know what she's thinking yeah so I would really like a book that like is from her point of view how she's viewing things um especially like that time between like when Satine was killed mm-hmm. and then to Darth Maul's uh, rise so I kind of I would really like to see like inside her brain during that yeah. time so I, yeah. a little book for that I would love to see I love that's way cooler than mine. That is so cool. Uh, I am a simple woman and I have simple <laughs> needs um, and I express them weekly on here. I want a, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'd like a world between worlds Ben Solo book, please. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I'm begging, <laughs> I'm begging I you. I knew it. Um, Ray and Rose specifically looking for, I don't know. I feel like Rose would encourage Ray to go. Ray has to be the one to go in and do it. But yeah. I feel like Rose would be like, you have to go find it. <laughs> like Ray would how tell her. How has there not been a fan fiction written I'm about sure this already? there has been. I just don't read them very often. I don't Someone like link us if there is. Yeah, please. If I'm not like, I don't ever go look for them. So if you have them and you've written one, link it and we will promote you. I just feel like if Ray, I'm going to go on a tangent. I feel like 
if Ray told Rose about what Ben did for her, because we don't know that she's going to ever tell anyone, but yeah. I like to think of Ray and Rose's best friends in my head. And I feel like if she told Rose because she couldn't tell Finn and she couldn't tell Pope, yeah. they hate Kylo Ren. They hate him. You know, who hasn't really interacted with him too much? Rose. So I feel like if she told her girl BFF what he did for her and that they kissed, she'd be like, you got to go. You got to go look for him. And she'd cover for Ray. And then World Between World book, which I just want more of because I love the World Between Worlds. Yeah. And then boom. Take me to take me to um, Skywalker Ranch. I've done it. Claudia, can I add a can I add a subplot? <gasps> Please, yes. <laughs> I would like a subplot of uh, Finn and Poe. Oh yeah. Oh well. Yeah. At this point, they're married. Okay. So <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I want them to have their adventure together. That <gasps> yeah. No, I think that while Rose, oh my God, so while Rose is on lookout, like trying to not let them find out what Ray is doing, she mm-hmm. can send them on a mission. But Ooh. what they don't know is what they're going to go collect is what is going to help Ray get in the world between worlds. <gasps> we we that's, done it. That's so, good. They're wow. being tricked into saving, <laughs> into saving Kylo Ren. And they don't know that they're looking for that one entrance that they Ooh. need. Boom. Claudia, ma'am. I'm giving you the rain. Our contact information is... <laughs> yeah. I will be your... I will give you pitches. You write them. <laughs> We're a team now. It's perfect. I'll draw the cover. Yes. And help me with the uh, Finpo arc that needs yeah. to be said. <laughs> there we go. Wow. That's my book. That's my Star Wars book that hasn't... That won't be written. But if it <laughs> could be, then... I would someone write it for us and put it on AO3. When I <laughs> Oh my god. This is episode 10. This is it, but in book form. Oh my gosh. I'm like this is episode 5. No. No, no, no. Star Wars okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10. Yeah. But this of the Skywalker saga. But the fix it fic version. <laughs> um anyway, this was super fun. Yes. I'm so what excited. what Star Wars book do you want written, guys? Yeah. Tell us, please. DM <laughs> us. Tia had an answer for something last week, and I forgot it. So sorry. Oh. Tia. She said something, and I was like, "Oh, thank you," and I forgot it. So it's gone. Well, you'll have to tell me after because I want to know. Yeah, but yeah, guys, tell us, DM us, what you would like to see written. Thank you, guys, so much for listening. We also would love to hear about your high republic thoughts but when we make our discord um we'll have a high republic chat specifically for it so you can come talk about it there so yeah thank you guys so much for listening have a wonderful day and may the force be with you may the force be with you